Hey guys, this is FIFO. We definitely appreciate your support on the road to 365, man. Um, you guys are definitely putting some energy behind us. This is a little, it's a little daunting. We're 30 days down um, and we're starting on our second month. So we appreciate all of the donations. We appreciate all of the support. We appreciate all of the fanfare and you guys sharing all of the podcast reviews. Um, we also enjoy the... Um, the um the response that we're getting continue to do that continue to blow us up and mention that in hip-hop on twitter i mentioned ken i mentioned me i mentioned everybody man we really appreciate you guys man you're rocking with your boys at dead end hip-hop it's your boy fifo and ken if you didn't know now you know we're doing 365 reviews so that means all of 2021 you're gonna get an audio review for me and ken if you would like to support me and ken Make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, Dead End Hip Hop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. Dead End Hip Hop audio review Freddie Gibbs, ESGN, Evil Seeds Grow Naturally. Um, this is typically the area where I give you a little bit of background. Freddie Gibbs, if you look, man, how, how many goddamn projects we done reviewed of Freddie Gibbs? Damn near know, all man, of them. I lost count. <laughs> Damn near all of them. Um, however, he's from Gary, Indiana. He lives in LA, one of the dopest hip hop artists out. Uh, Grammy nominated for his project with Alchemist, Alfredo. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's all that, that that's all you get. That's all you get. But we never did ESGN, Ken. Mm-mm. This this dropped back way back in 2013. Um, this is one of those joints where this is this is what made me a Freddie fan mm-hmm. because you know I heard you know we live in ATL for all the people that didn't know you know what I'm saying we we've been in ATL the whole time but um I remember Cold Day in Hell and mm-hmm. hearing some pro- some songs off of that. Um, and I remember when this came out, there was like a big promo push. If I'm not mistaken, he um he was even on um uh Jalen and Jacoby, but it wasn't Jalen and Jacoby at the time. You remember uh what was his name? You remember the guy that went to Showtime? White guy. Mm-hmm, I don't remember his name. Huh? Not BJ Boucher Boucher? No, 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 no. Who who remember Jalen and Jacoby used to be another show with the white guy that went to Showtime? I didn't watch Jalen and Jacoby like that. I know, but it, oh, who's the white guy that Showtime gave him his whole thing to? Bill uh Bill Simmons? Yes, him. Him. Okay. I wanna I wanna say like this was promoted on it. either way, this was a, a very big promotional run, and I just never really I wasn't a fan of Freddie then. And it wasn't until later on that I went back mm-hmm. and listened to this. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I, I I missed out on a pretty good project. But it comes with a little with some things to it though. Because this fucking album is 20 songs, an hour and 16 minutes. And even though it's only eight years old now, it sounds dated. And yeah. the reason why is because it sounds like early 2000. You hear the Jeezy influence. You hear the quote unquote trap music, you know, commercial type beats uh, uh, influence on this. Uh, well, what's interesting, Ken, I don't think I've ever really listened or, or I can't I can't remember if I've had another album that the beat sounds so dated, but the artist sounds so relevant. 
Mm. Because even his flows and his tone, what he's doing, it, it still sounds fresh. It sounds it sound dope. Like I, I think this this will be an okay entry point into a Freddie Gibbs if you never heard of him before. Um, how do you feel? You like, think so? I, I I said okay. I, I didn't I didn't say the best. I, I think it's okay. I, I think I think it just depends on who you're recommending it to. I but, agree. I don't know if yeah, because this is the Freddie I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I won't say I didn't like. I did not. I didn't care for this project. I wasn't mm. a fan of Freddie at the at the time. Uh, the way I am now. Mm-hmm. Always recognized the talent and the ability to rap. Like you you pointed out, you can hear it. It was just he was doing a sound that everybody was doing, and it could it felt like it could just it did get lost. But you know what though, Ken? He 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 was doing a sound everybody mm-hmm. else was doing, but he also had sounds on here that nobody else was doing. Like like, which one? like came up, um, lay it down, um, and and the beats a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like came up. I, I can hear other artists on that, but the way. Freddie's doing it wasn't like how other people were doing it. And I think that's what always separated Freddie was it wasn't even the beats. It wasn't even like it wasn't anything that aesthetic. It was it was just Fred, Freddie's different. I think the thing is, at the time, I didn't know this is just it's going to sound silly. Uh, I know it's really going to sound silly to Freddie if you ever heard it, but it didn't sound like he it didn't sound like this was how he rapped. It sounded like he was just trying to put on as a as a rapper. I didn't know that this, mm. in other words, I didn't know this was his style. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he can basically rap over anything he until can. later. So so you know what, Ken, I, I think we say this sometimes with artists is like he didn't find himself yet. Mm-hmm. This this was still that discovery part of, okay, what like yeah, I sound good on this, but he didn't separate himself. He he didn't create a unique space yet. You know what I'm saying? And and I think this is fair to say because I think this is only like his second or third project ever. Mm-hmm. Or at least that, that was released. Maybe he has older joints that I don't even know about. But I want to say this was the first major release. It's just kind of crazy that when I saw the date on this, I, I feel I feel like this came out like in 2009. It does. It has an earlier 2000s feel to it. And, and the fact that we were doing Dead End and this really even never even was even mentioned was interesting to me. Yeah, I wasn't on Freddie like that. I really wasn't. So it definitely wasn't going to be me at that time. But um, so 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 okay. Overall, did, did you like it or do you not? Or are you kind of indifferent? We'll be back after this quick break. So I, I do remember it being extremely long and extremely long of uh, what one could say is is samey music with the same trap beats. No, I do not overall like it. There are definitely songs on here that I do like. Mm-hmm. Um that I thought were good. So that kind of highlighted the potential of, of what Freddie could do. I, I thought I seen a man die was really good. I liked fame with Daz and, and Spice mm-hmm. One. So that's Spice a one did his thing on Yeah. That. Uh, the color purple. I really fuck with that shit. Super dope. Yeah. Super dope. That shit was fucking dope as fuck. The last track I thought was dope. Murder them mm-hmm. was, was dope as fuck as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think just overall as a project, it didn't feel like there was enough diversity on here. We're talking about an hour and 16 minutes, yeah. and it felt extremely long. long. And, then, and, and then, you know, you could tell that this was created in a whole other time because a lot of the songs are three and a half, four and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. They're longer. Um, 
But even with that being said, like, this is not a project of Freddie that I go back to that often. However, I do have multiple Freddie playlists, and there are songs on those playlists from here. So I do revisit it in a way, but not the entire project. Like, there's no way I, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm in the mood for ESGN. Hell no. I'm oh, not- Certified Live. Yeah, that, was, that had J-Rock on it. Yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, that was before J Rock kind of even popped off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still did. I, I still like J Rock then, but I didn't hear a lot of J Rock. It felt like Freddie was always around back then. Yep, yep. But but um, even lose control with BJ the Chicago. I think you know Ken. Yeah, that I, was cool too. I, yeah, that that's a real good. You know, I I think that there in Freddie's career. Yeah, I love there, that shit. There's a certain art, artist and or producers. That when he works with them, it's magic. Mm-hmm. BJ the Chicago Kid is one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You see a Freddie Gibbs song with BJ or the opposite BJ song with Freddie feature, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Hand, like don't even don't pass go, don't collect two hundred. Just go hit play, download whatever the hell you do, buy it. You know what I'm saying? Support the artist. Whatever you does, however you consume music, just go and consume that because it's gonna be a dope song. Yeah, there's some really good beats on here. Like Have You Seen Her is a is a dope ass. beat. That's one of my favorite songs. I got a on nice here. bounce to it. I think this album was really like it started off really strong. Eastside Moonwalker. Oh yeah, another oh, one. Yeah. That's that's probably one of my favorites on there. Eastside Moonwalker. Yeah. That thing super smooth, super smooth. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I call it smooth because I remember um, when B and B were doing um, our little quarantine battles. I said smooth, and people were like, "Oh, this is smooth," and I'm like, "No, it's not technically smooth, but the way that Freddie does what he does, like I don't know how else to explain it." Yeah, he kind of he kind of slid over because the beat kind of like it, it, the bass kind of extends, and he mm-hmm. just kind of wraps over it. I think that joint with, with Problem, I like Problem on there yep. too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Kenneth. Okay, so look, I know you already named some joints that you like. What are some of your favorite joints on the project, if you had to give them? Uh, if I had to give them, I would go The Color Purple. Mm. Uh, Lose Control is really good. I fuck with that. Certified Live, Fame, and uh, Seen Amanda. But I'm I'm going to have a lot. Uh, I'm not even going to front. Um, so give me the real G money. Give me came up. Give me lay it down. Uh, give me have you seen her. Give me 187. Give me Eastside Moonwalker. Give me fame. Give me color purple. Uh, give me Freddie Soprano. Give me lose control. Um, and I'll, I'll leave it there. Lay it down was dope as fuck. Yo, too. Lay, lay it down. Yeah, lay it down lay, was dope lay as fuck. Lay it down. Yep. And I think that uh that interlude with his uncle or that that voicemail, mm-hmm. I think that shit was real. Mm-hmm. Like I think he he actually talked about that a while a while ago. Like his uncle or whoever it was was trying to kill him or something like that. Yep. So I always thought that was an interesting story. Yep. But yeah. But yeah, man. Look, um again, DE365, man, we on the road to 365 album reviews. We appreciate you guys jumping on. However, support us the way that you can do that. Obviously, you are if you're listening to this, but make sure that you are subscribed and you download every podcast we put out. We have a whole podcast network. I ain't going to name drop, but just go check all that out. Also, if you would like to support monetarily, we do have a cash app. We do have a PayPal. Also, if you're watching the video, we appreciate you patrons. Okay. Um, But yeah, man, that was a whole nother whole album long ass album 
Mm-hmm. But man, we see you tomorrow. We'll be back. Peace. Peace.